1: Get your advanced PhD in wow from Floor & Decor. If you're a pro, you're already an expert in tile, wood, and stone. And with Floor & Decor's job site delivery, their free design services, and pro rewards that actually reward you, your business is set to grow from one client to the next. Floor & Decor isn't just a couple of aisles. It's an entire store designed to help your business boom. It's Floor & Decor. This episode of the Art of Manliness podcast is brought to you by the Art of Manliness store at store.artofmanliness.com. You can find Art of Manliness swag. We've got t-shirts. We've got coffee mugs. We've got posters with Rudyard Kipling's poem, If Theodore Roosevelt's Man in the Arena speech. We also have our one-of-a-kind products like the Benjamin Franklin's Virtue Journal, our Carry the Fire Zippo lighter, and our Little Fellow Follows Me print. Check it out, store.artofmanliness.com. And when you check out, use code podcast to save 10% off your first purchase. So store.artofmanliness.com, pick up a few things. All your purchases help support the Art of Manliness podcast. Podcast, as well as the content we produce on artofmanliness.com. Thank you. Brett McKay here and welcome to another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. And this week, we return to our series called Man Stories, where we interview a different gentleman every other week and ask him what it means for him to be a man. And this week, our guest is Dan Kern. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brett. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. Fantastic. Well, Dan, take a few moments to introduce yourself. Let us know about, about you.
0: Okay, well as you mentioned my name is Dan Kern. Um, I uh, came from a background of uh, radio and television, Uh, worked for 22 years in that industry, I've also worked in film, in theatre, in production, Uh, I've worked for six years as a professional photographer, i photographed actors, Uh, I've acted myself, and uh, these days I make my uh, living as a voice actor. I read radio and television commercials, narrate documentaries, etc. cetera. And uh, that leaves me free for most of my days to write. Uh, I work on novels, short stories, essays, and uh, things of that nature. Wow, so you, you've done it all. Well, well, I've done a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't say certainly all, but uh, it's kind of interesting, though, because uh, it's given me uh, uh, where I am in my career now, it's given me a a great opportunity to um, really sort of uh, pick and choose which skills I want to use. And uh, and then, of course, the ones that I don't need anymore, I can just let them be, you know, over on the sideline. They're there when I need them. Uh, But uh, yeah, I'm a pretty lucky guy in that regard. Great. And where are you from, Dan? I'm uh, in Winnipeg, Canada. Oh, great. We're right in the center of the, uh, of the continent, actually, almost. We're sort of right in the center uh, um, uh, on, a, on an east-west level and then pretty much as well north-south. So, yeah, right in the middle of the, of the landmass. That's where you'll find me.
1: Right. And do you have any family, Dan?
0: I do, yeah. I have um, I, uh, uh, obviously uh, mom and dad, three sisters. Uh, I have a, uh, a wife and, uh, um, uh, who we're not together anymore, but uh, I still talk to her, and uh, we're uh, great friends. And uh, that's it. No kids.
1: Great. Great. Well, fantastic. All right, Dan, so are you ready to get started with the questions? You betcha. All right, so Dan, when do you feel like you became a man?
0: Well, that's... Well, there are some say that I haven't yet, uh, and and, and I, I find that kind of funny. Um, I, I think one of the things that I uh, sort of made a decision in my life early on was not to have any kids, and uh, and so I think that uh, I've sort of lived most of my life. I'm 45 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, not today as in my birthday, but the, I'm 45 years old. Um, I think without having kids, you sort of miss out on a lot of the milestones that sort of tell you that you've become a man. So you sort of you, you, you fi- have to find it through other ways. And obviously, I mean, I've, I've uh, matured over the years and, and I do I, you know I'm, I'm a man obviously uh, but I think it hit me a couple of years ago when somebody came up to me out of the blue somebody that I had been uh, working with sort of coaching and they said to me um, you may not uh, be ready for this but uh, you're my mentor hmm. and uh, and I sort of had that little sort of epiphany that sort of parting of the clouds and realized oh my um, I, I guess I, I guess I'm a man now you know so it was kind of that little moment
1: that moment when someone asked you to be a mentor, was it a professional mentor? Or was it just more personal? Or
0: I think it was a little bit of both, you know, but yeah, certainly it was professional. I mean, uh, one of the things that I've always done with my uh, career is, uh, is I've shared openly with others who uh, are just getting into the businesses that I've worked in. And uh, I've always been sort of a, sort of an open door uh, kind of person. And if they have any questions to, uh, you know, please call. But uh, yeah, so that, that mantle that they put on me that day, that sort of made me feel like
1: I was a man. That's yeah, fantastic. We talk a lot about um, mentoring on the site, um, how it's, you know, it, when you're an older person to take the time to mentor younger people because not only it helps the younger person, you know, get their bearings straight, but I think there's a lot of benefit that we as men get from mentoring as well. And, and besides that you know, epiphany that you felt like, you know, you've become a man, were there any other benefits you got from the mentoring relationship? Oh
0: gosh it's 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 endless um, and, and I think that the person who actually does the mentoring is actually the bigger benefactor from that process I think the person who's learning obviously guess what they get out of it um, but uh, nothing sharpens your skills and uh, and your wits about you uh, more than sort of being put to the test and when somebody asks you a question about something that you've done um, it, it really it sharpens you it also inspires you and and energizes you I know for a little while there I was hanging around with some people that were were much much younger than I was uh, pr- on a professional uh, level we were working on some films together and uh, their energy was just so infectious and I and I came away from that experience thinking you know I wasn't the or sorry they weren't the ones who benefited from this I was and and that was because I, I made myself available in a in a mentorship role so it's 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 a win-win win
1: definitely all right Dan what does manliness mean to you
0: um this is funny, actually, because uh, this is actually how I found uh, the site, The Art of Manliness. I was actually doing a search, uh, a general search through Google on that topic. I was researching for one of my novels because one of my characters has to go through that very question uh, and ask that very question. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I stumbled upon this site and I was going, oh my goodness, look at this. So um, I, 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 I think I'm still answering that question, and maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm writing and especially uh, uh, choosing the theme that I'm writing into my novels um, is, uh, you know, what does that mean? So I'm, I'm going to try and really briefly give you what I, what I think it means to me. I think it means capability. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a man is, is, is someone who's capable um, uh, and, and uses their, their strength and their skill and their intellect uh, to that end. Uh, I, I think being a man means treating others with respect, and I think that really becomes uh, especially so with women. Um, and uh, I also think that being a man is, 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 is all about charity. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I think that that's where I'm at, uh, These at least at this point in my life. I don't know, ask me 10 years from now, I might have a different set of answers.
1: Yeah, I, I think and after, maybe after you've written your novel as well, you might have a mm-hmm. different set of answers. Fantastic. All right, Dan, what men, you know, living, dead, fictional, have influenced your views of manliness? Well, I, I grew up in entertainment and media, so um,
0: I tend to look at those people, I guess, uh, maybe. And, you know, some might say that's a little bit shallow. But um, I, I, th- I think if I were to sort of point to the quintessential man's man these days, I, I would have to say it's probably Brad Pitt. And it's not just for the movies that he's been in, but it's 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 for what he's doing with his life as well. I mean, he's he's taking his fame and his his money, obviously, and he's and he's using it to good ends. I mean, he's doing some really, um, you know, uh, honorable things. I think with the uh, in the aftermath of uh, Hurricane Katrina, and uh, you know, there's other issues and and uh, things that he's involved with around the world. And 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 I think that that's just such a. Um, um, I don't. I don't want to use the word "worship" thing, you know, because it's written. Not really that, but I just think it's so admirable, uh, you know, that that he's that he's 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 doing that, you know. And I mean, and not to mention too, I mean, he's uh, you know he's a great looking guy. I, I also look to uh, George Clooney. I think he does the same. Um, you know, guys like Robert Redford and Richard Gere have sort of all given their uh, their time and talent and money to uh, worthy causes. Um, there's uh, an American president that I'm I'm quite enamored with uh, these days. I know he's getting older, and I'm. I'm not looking forward to the day when, when uh, you know, he won't be with us anymore. But that's, that's Jimmy Carter. And I know he's, uh, he's been sort of um, uh, lambasted this last little while for, you know, some things that he said. But, you know, here's a former president of, of the United States of America who, who, you know, goes and helps build houses for homeless people. And, and uh, I, I just go, wow. So, yeah, I, th- I think he's one. Um, there's an author I'm very fond of. His name is Paulo Coelho. And, um, you know, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He, he just—I I read a biography on him uh, a while back, and you know, and he was really into cooking. You know, he came up with a recipe for a uh, minestrone soup that uh, that works even today. Is that right? And uh, yeah, and and he's just—I uh, don't know—one of those weird weird guys that just kind of like you know, just wow, like it would be really fun to meet him.
1: Yeah, you know, he's the quintessential I, Renaissance man, and we've written quite I, a bit about it on the site. Yeah, I think so. Very good. All right, Dan, how is your father? influenced your conception of manliness
0: my, my dad is one of these guys who, who really doesn't say too much um, right off the bat. So he's, he's, he's really patient, uh, one of these sort of slow-to-anger, slow-to-speak kind of guys. And uh, so he's kind of uh, – he's still, he's still alive. He's going to be 75 in December. And uh, he's, he's actually quite the Google Earth expert. He shows me stuff on there that, that I, I would – you know it's like, how on earth did you find that? But he's one of these guys who um, uh, has shown me uh, over my lifetime uh, very quietly – Um, You know sort of the way to be a man and uh, and and that's uh, I'm just in awe of that
1: Mm. Is there anything particular that you remember?
0: You know it 's the things that that, 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 that i don 't remember I think that are sort of coming back to me now, you know like I remember when he didn 't get mad when 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 i I had done something, and I remember when you know he didn 't you know do something that you know everybody expected him to do, you know, which would have been the easy way out and and those things now as i as I contemplate you know the the characters in my own stories uh they' they 're they're, they're slapping back at me like a wave like like a wave in the ocean, and you know in some cases just sort of rolling me over it 's just been one of those really wonderful kind of almost spiritual kind of uh discoveries
1: and and dan you mentioned your dad's pretty handy with google earth but is there another skill that your dad has that you wish you could do (laughs) <laughs> yes, um,
0: and it's a bit of a shame. I think I'm a bit of a shame to him. Maybe even uh, also is uh, is auto mechanics. Um, gosh, I'm terrible when it comes to uh, fixing cars, or I can't even change the oil. And I know I know there's a number of your readers right now uh, listening to the podcast who might be going tisk 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 to me. But uh, my dad is one of those guys where not only is he really good with tools, but he also has that um, that intuition. You know, he can sort of um, you know, there's like horse whisperers and dog whispers. He's kind of like a car whisperer you know he can sort of listen to a car and sort of drive it and he sort of knows what's wrong with it and and um and and i have none of that i inherited none of that from him
1: do you have a desire to learn those things or just no (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know
0: what it is it's it's like i sort of i grew up the artist and um, you know, and I and I, I have uh, I have rather lovely hands, which have been featured in 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 uh, in, in um, uh, posters before. I've I've worked as a hand model, and and I don't know the whole thing about you know getting my hands dirty in 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 uh, in, in oil and grease and stuff, and and uh, you know and cutting them. I mean, as 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 I, I'm in love with the romance of that thought, but but wouldn't want to get involved with
1: it myself. So no, I, I think I'll leave the fixing of cars to my dad. All right. And Dan, what's the hardest thing you've ever done as a man, either, you know, emotionally or physically or spiritually? I'd have to say fire
0: someone. Mm. I was, uh, back in the 90s, I, was, uh, I found myself uh, as a general manager of uh, two radio stations in, uh, in the province of Saskatchewan, uh, here in Canada, and uh, I had uh, become um, good friends with the, the, uh, the morning guy, the guy that did the morning radio uh, show. And uh, it just wasn't working out. And uh, and I knew uh, that I had to fire him. And one of the best uh, pieces of advice that was given to me uh, was the minute you know you think you should fire someone, uh, then do it the next minute. Uh, oh, but don't do it on a Friday because then they worry about it all weekend, do it on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I sort of had to take all of that and and, and, and parse it and 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 sort of sort of make a game plan and, and the more I thought about it of course the more sick I became and so I said to my wife at the time I said you know uh, this was on the Friday and I knew that on the Monday I would have to do this this thing this deed and I said to my wife I said let's get out of town let's just go and she said, well where and I said I don't care I just don't want to be in the city I don't want to run to the into them in a grocery store or a movie theater or anything like that and she said okay and so I went and of course I stewed about it all weekend and when i came back on monday uh after the show i called him into my office and i said um, uh, we, uh, i have to let you go and he was quiet for uh about a minute and uh and i and i was just you know churning inside And then he looked up at me and he said, I'm not quite sure how to thank you, but I wasn't sure how to go about quitting and now, uh, you know, I don't have to. (laughs) And so it was all for naught, all of that horrible worrying. But that's just the thing I think was that for me, was that I realized that I would be messing with another man's livelihood, with his family, with his future, with everything. And I just, I wanted it all to be okay. So that was the hardest thing for me. And do you think if you had to do that again, it would still be just as hard or I don't think that ever gets easy I, I think for anybody who's ever ever been fired you know and they and they think back at their boss and they, and they and they think unkind thoughts um I, I think those people really need to know that unless you've actually been in the chair and done the firing you have no idea what that takes
1: yeah yeah
0: well Dan thank you for taking the time to speak to us today well, my, uh, my, uh, my thanks to you as well. And I just want to offer my congratulations on your successful website. I mean, you have like well over 50,000 RSS subscribers, your book launch. I'm waiting for my books from my local bookstore because that's what I do. I support my local bookstore. Uh, and they're not in yet in Canada, uh, your podcast. And, and here's to your future media empire, uh, Brett. I think you're awesome, and thank you for doing
1: what you're doing. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate it. And that wraps up this edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. Make sure to check back at the Art of Manliness website at artofmanliness.com for more manly tips and advice. And until next week, stay manly.